1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
0: Joining us now, Brewers.com and MLB.com, our good friend Adam McCalvey. And Adam, yesterday at least uh, they get back into the win column. They get a few timely hits. and you know. But I, I wanted to ask you this because I want to go back to the comments that David Stearns made. The other day, when he was talking about, you know, some of the guys not really playing to the back of their baseball card, underperforming. You got a pretty good team, but uh, they're not playing to their potential. What what did you make of his comments?
1: Uh, That it's a really hard year to be a general manager because in a normal, quote unquote, normal season, you know, the Brock Holt thing, for example, you're never making that move after 36 plate appearances. As much as Twitter wants you to make these snap decisions, they don't do it in baseball because, you know, Justin Smoke and Omar Narvaez maybe are showing us right now that over the course of time, when you're talking about established players, things the numbers even out. And in, in, the problem is, in a 60-game season, there's no time for that. So I think GMs, uh, in terms of player moves, managers, in terms of game-to-game decisions, are just in a really difficult place and they're trying to find their way with really no guidebook to do so in terms of how to make decisions. How quick a trigger to have in a really strange season. And, and I, I think it's, I think his comments from I mean, look, David Stearns doesn't like to tell us what he's planning to do anyway, but I do, I do really get the sense from all our conversations with him throughout this whole thing that this is just... It's, it's difficult. His job this year is really, really hard.
0: I, uh, I go back to when Craig Council was talking about managing for 60 games versus a team that's built for 162. Has this become uh, – Tim Allen asked me last night, do you feel like they're kind of like uh, list listing back and forth and back and forth, they're all over the road right now? Or do you feel like they really have the train on the tracks?
1: Well, no, they, I mean they don't have the train on the tracks in terms of getting pitching, defense, hitting – put together. I mean, they've played really poorly. uh, And I think they've, they've, they've been pretty upfront about that, especially offensively. It's been, it's been bad and all of the off, almost every off season move they made has not paid off. So the question though, is, you know, San Diego trade, is that a bad trade or are we just, it's off to a bad start? I mean, David Stearns would say the latter, because as the GM, you don't, you don't make these snap decisions based on 25 games. You, know, you don't declare it a bad trade after 25 games. You'd never do that. But again, in a 60-game in a season, because everything is condensed, everything is magnified, it, it, it looks really bad. And the simple fact is that um, you know, the, the players that they brought in, they think over the course of the long haul, again, it's the idea of winning these matchups game to game, winning more matchups than you lose. Uh, they've not won enough matchups so far this season. They feel like you know there's the track record tells you that that will happen as things go along. But again, you don't have the time for that this year. So you know, are we going, I think for I think Omar Narvaez did himself a service by having a couple of big games because that's one spot where they've, they've sort of played percentages, they've played those left-right matchups. Manny Pena has been very productive, but he's been put in good situations to perform because of the matchups. Nervias had not performed. I think Narvaez, uh did himself a, a service by having a couple of big games because that was one area where maybe they could go manage a little more by gut. But now here he comes around a little bit and I think it's going to give him an opportunity to continue to stay in there. So look, there's, there's no right or wrong uh, on this stuff because nobody's ever navigated a season like this before.
0: Oh, well, that was going to be my next point, is that some yeah, – it was interesting. I was reading – I don't even know who said it. And I think it might have been Steve Stone put a tweet out that basically said there's about five to six elite managers in Major League Baseball, and it's all about managing the pitching staff. And after that, it just – you're basically talent-reliant. And I really got to thinking about that last night. In this particular era, that or, or year that we're in, not even era – that you really got to be a manager of pitching. You got to be, you know, but you can't, you're at the mercy of what your position players are doing offensively. So I think what the pitching's actually been decent. It hasn't been bad. I mean, it's had its bright spots, been more bright spots than I think negative. It's been Craig Council's record right now has kind of been the fact that they have not been able to string the hits together more so than it has been pitching, which tells me he's been a better manager. It, it, would he then be considered one of the elite managers because the pitching he's been able to ma- manipulate and keep them in ball games?
1: Well, I mean, look, I think if you look at the last three seasons where they did that, re- you know, they installed as manager, they bring in David Stearns. They go into this rebuild, and a year later, they're playing to the final weekend of the regular season. I'm talking about 2017, when they're still mathematically in contention. Then they make the playoffs the next two years after sensational Septembers, in which he manages his ass off with the expanded pitching staff. If you still think Craig Council is a bad manager, look, beauty of baseball is we all get to have our opinions of this. But if you you think he is a poor manager, and a poor manager particularly of pitching, I mean, there's nothing he can do short of winning the World Series that is ever going to change your mind. I think the the majority of people who would look at this team say he's done a good job of managing the pitching. And that's the reason that they've had the success they've had. um, In addition to having Christian Yelich and, you know, some good players. But I mean, to me, the reason that their, their Septembers, the last two years, are tied to Craig Council's managing and handling of the pitching staff. So the pitching this year has been pretty encouraging. And I think what the Brewers like would say they like about it is it's it's a lot of guys that are sort of controllable for the next few years. Brett Anderson's the only free agent to be on that staff. Um, everybody else has at least an option, so they feel like they've got something that you know is perf- they like this year and that they'll have control of beyond this weird season when we hopefully get back to some kind of normalcy in 2021. And I think that's been the encouraging thing. And Justin Smoke said it again last night. If, if they hit just a little bit, if, if if like half of the guys who are vastly underperforming their norms start hitting to their norms a little bit, they're a dangerous team. And, and you know, this season is strange in that 16 teams are getting in. The threshold to make the postseason is really low. And I think if you can get in with a club like this, with Devin Williams and Josh Hader at the back end of your boat and David Phelps at the back end of your bullpen, uh, that's... That's not a terrible position to be in, but it's going to take hitting just a little bit, and they have been just barely better than awful with the bats for most of the season.
0: I'm talking with uh, Adam McCalvey at Brewers.com and MLB.com. Um, you talk about hitting just a little bit, getting a hit here or there. Um, right now, I mean, look, Christian Yelich was on the rise for a while, goes one for three last night. Uh, but that average dips back down again. He has struggled a little bit. Obviously, uh, Orlando Arcia has come down from the 300-plus that he was hitting early in the season. Uh, Sogard still hitting under 200. Gamble still hitting under 200. Ryan Braun's hitting right at 200. I mean, I can go through the whole list. It's just, have you ever – when was the last time we saw something like this to where just so many bats that you were relying upon were sub-220, 230?
1: Yeah, yeah but it, it was the last year. It was last year where they went through a, a long stretch that was this, just this bad. But it, it didn't happen right at the front. Remember last season at the front, they had Christian Yelich hitting a home run every day and tying that record for consecutive games to start a season with a homer. And they had a great opening homestand and, and all those good things were happening. But they had a stretch last year that was just like this. It's magnified when it's at the start of the year. And it's magnified, obviously, when you're talking about a game that's, you know, basically a third of what you're used to playing. Uh, so it's it's it all looks much worse than maybe it would in a normal season. But they've they've been through stretches like this before. Um, it is it is bad when you have almost everybody on the roster going through it at the same time. The stat, look, I'm no I'm no advanced stats expert. I've really tried to educate myself. And not, not because I think that like war and some of the, the metrics are like the end all be all, but it's a way to understand how GMs today make their decisions. And I think it's interesting to be able to think along with the GMs, but the stat that I've learned that is really a good one in terms of offense is weighted runs created plus. And I'm not smart enough to tell you how they calculated, it, but it, when when you look around the league at which players are performing and which aren't, it's a really good, it gives you a really good guide. And when you look at the Brewers Weighted Runs Created Plus, it, it really stands out to you just how everybody is underperforming. Jelic is, is is doing okay now, and he's really starting to drive the baseball, which is encouraging, and it's driving the baseball the other way, which is what he does when he's right. But, I mean, you look at down that list, and Everybody is down. Brock Holt was way down, and he was the first casualty. So, you know, they need to just start swinging the bats. And again, that's why the last two days to have Justin Smoke, it's a guy that they committed to. You know, they they saw some things in the numbers that thought, get this guy into some games at Miller Park, and he's going to be a productive hitter. He, he, He struck out. Look at the strikeouts. They've come way down from that ridiculous numbers at the start of the year. He called it epic last night. So he's starting to just swing a better bat. And, you know, that's, okay, step one. Now maybe you get Omar Narvaez swinging the bat a little bit. That's step two. One by one, they're going to have to have more of these guys produced in order to be a competitive team.
0: I guess the saving grace right now is Cincinnati is not what they're living up to. I didn't, no. I didn't expect Cincinnati to be that team that everybody thought they were going to be I mean I think people even inside that organization or at least close to it didn't think that they were just all of a sudden going to be this 90 plus win team but uh but the Cubs they, hey they're they're not doing a whole lot of rear view mirror searching right now I mean the Cardinals obviously with only 18 games played that's kind of the fly in the ointment depending on what they do with those makeup games and a lot of those double headers I think they're going to be exhausted come the end of the season but hey, if the Brewers can hang 500 and then put a little bit together at the end of this season, you kind of would expect them to to be there if they can just swing their way out of this slump.
1: Well, 500 looks like it's going to do it this year. And, you know, I don't know that you want to aim to be a 500 team. You obviously want to aim to be better than that. I I will say things always look really bad for the team that you're paying attention to. Um, But look around the game. There are lots of big-time players having really bad, you, you know, Right. Bad years. Moustakas and Grandal are not swinging it the way they want to for their teams. The Reds won the offseason. They're certainly not winning the regular season. The team that wins the offseason never seems to win the regular season, in my opinion. And look, even the even the Cubs, their last 10, are were under 500 as of yesterday. So it, it, everybody is dealing with these challenges, and it always feels like it's doom and gloom when your team isn't performing. And especially... Nothing's worse than a team that's not swinging the bat. They look lazy. They look like they don't care. They're laughing in the dugout. It, it pisses the fans off. Um, it, it just looks bad when you don't hit. And that, that's what they, again, I keep coming back to this. The players they have, have hit in the major leagues, and if they can just hit a little bit more like themselves, things start to look a little better. And if they don't do that, it's going to be a, a short year.
0: Good stuff as always, my friend, and uh, we'll talk again next week, okay? All right. See you, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Adam McCalvey, Brewers.com and MLB.com. Joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com.